dungeon master has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. You're playing the most phenomenal game ever created. Your skin grows cold from your first glimpse of the enormous beast. It's a product of your imagination. Survival depends on a quick, decisive move. Your choices are limited. Stand and fight, or run. Use your lightning bolt. Victory is yours. I like that Welcome, everyone, to our second, uh, hopefully semi-regular podcast discussing all things geekdom called I Like That Too. You may recognize our voices from such podcasts as Positively Star Wars Senate. So welcome to our second spinoff special. Teaming up for this second discussion will be Ricky. Hello. And myself, Ryan. So we made it past our first inaugural one discussing the Batman. And, and it took us some time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did win the argument, so everything was fine. <laughs> For debate. So, <laughs> so, and this time, it took us a little bit of time to decide what to talk about next. And Ricky and myself got on this huge kick lately of tabletop games. Yes. So Ricky had the idea to think, well, maybe we should discuss tabletop games, the things we've started playing, and hopefully eventually lead to anybody listening of any recommendations that they may have for us. So this time, some of the things that we discovered was uh, a new game called, I guess we'll just kick it off with this one. We could just jump to the ones afterwards. But I discovered this game called Disney Villainous. So a tabletop kind of board. Oh, and first, I like to call them tabletop games, not really board games, because board games is your common Milton Bradley it you has know, a connotation not, to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, that. But board games, all these games that we kind of do are a little bit more advanced, but they're not the super advanced ones such as full-blown D&D or uh, Gloomhaven, if anybody knows that. So those are very hardcore tabletop games. Uh, we're like the beginners is what we're doing here. So the first one we discovered, and it just seemed like a fun Disney game, And the main reason that I wanted to start playing tabletop games was really for the family. I mean, we've all been trapped inside for a couple of years. We've finally been getting out. But I just really wanted to start playing tabletop games because I feel like it's a great way to connect with uh, mostly family and friends if you have anybody that lives nearby. So that worked out really well. And I discovered Villainous and I passed it on to Ricky and he got it for his family, too. And I bought all the extension sets. Yeah, you totally (laughs) outpaced me on the game and i believe you have a win if i'm not mistaken yes i did win i, I won yeah, yeah. I, i've been doing terrible at home so this is, i guess this is more of a long mm-hmm. uh you know maybe suggestions to spend more time with friends and family a little bit more involved games so but yeah this like, villainous we're, game we're like a big uh video game family like my wife and you know my daughter and me we all play fortnite we all play minecraft we play you know so we'll spend hours and hours on tv so it's nice to have uh you know, something you can turn off the TV and just sit there and, you know, play a game. And it's super fun, you know. So do you play with like your daughter and wife at the same time playing Fortnite, too? Oh, yeah. We, we trio up and we sometimes we squat up with my brother-in-law and uh, or my nephew. And then we will just take everybody out. So do you, do you all 
separate systems. Yeah, I, I play. I have a. I have the Xbox Series X, and then um, my wife plays on the Xbox One that we had before I got the Series X, and then my daughter plays on Switch, and so. so and yeah, think, we have a Switch too yeah. that's separate that works like that. Yeah, and then my uh, brother-in-law plays on. Uh, I think he has a PS5 now. So. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Everybody can, you know, join together and play across, you know, platforms. So I'm, I'm glad that's yeah, a, that's enough. Probably one of the huge reasons why the game is so big. Yeah, so that's, yeah. It's yeah, easy and accessible. With, yeah, same thing with Minecraft. Minecraft is cross-platform too, but that's like on the Switch. It's kind of uh, hard to kind of link up. It kind of it's really like spotty and uh, glitchy. So I've yeah. I've tried playing Minecraft and honestly I think it's one of the most difficult games oh, I love in the world. Like it's like okay I'm just gonna dig for stuff and they're like you gotta make a, I was like there's no directions I don't know how to make any of this so oh. I was every time <laughs> uh, my ten year old explains me the game it's like I'm so confused in what to it, do. It's on just my list. Let me dig. Of, of things that I used to make fun of that I'm completely obsessed with now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> that happens to me a lot and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later, but. Like yeah, so yeah, so I yeah, you bought the um, the original villainous set, um, which comes with uh, which I don't, if, if no one's familiar with it, it's basically it's like a card game that you play with opponents, but you do have your own mini game board, and I have they do have videos of people playing it on uh, I think on Geek and Sundry has a couple of videos that I watch of people doing long games, and a couple other channels too on YouTube, um, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Basically, you get a, you're a Disney villain and. Uh, Ryan, which ones are in the original set? The original set was, I was totally unprepared for this, but it's what like it, uh, the Queen of, Queen of Hearts, Jafar, Ursula. Captain Hook? Captain Hook. Yeah. And there's there's six in there. I know I'm forgetting some. Maleficent? But, uh, these are just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, she's in there. Yeah, these are all just good games to, I mean, you may have to pick up some of the directions and read them to your game because it's not just a yeah. pick up, roll dice, and you'll totally understand it, so... These are yeah, all it's really not like game, games. It's not like Game yeah. of Life where you just roll it and go or spin or something. It's yeah, involved with pressure. the family, and it will take some planning. So I'm not really exactly for games for kids super young. So, but still, excellent yeah. games for the family. But like you were talking about Disney villainous, it's good, and it's a totally different point of view where you're doing things as the villain. That's what really caught me onto it, because um, I was just looking at videos like best games to play co-op you know with wife you yeah. know with one kid type of thing and it's a multiplayer you can play with what five or six people yeah, uh, yeah. it does take some time for beginners uh, how long was your first game you said uh well it's supposed to be what 20 minutes per player and there's three of us playing but we actually took like three hours because <laughs> we were yeah, trying to just figuring out the game and trying to figure out the mechanics and stuff like that yeah Which, just I mean, the wife and i it was two hours <laughs> yeah and and i'm assuming it was kind of more difficult for you than us because we're used to playing we play pokemon tcg so you know i'm I'm used to having the cards and you know keeping track of stuff and so like you you probably came in more cold than uh than i did but uh yeah what we kind of play most with the family is stuff like exploding kittens and unstable unicorns Mm. uh like those type of card games there's not a lot of planning out but it's still card games i've heard of that exploding kittens oh my god it's seriously amazing it's from the same people I had a coworker that was uh she was, that's all she did with her kids on the weekends was play exploding kittens that's what they love to do, and they oh, were like I'm maybe like time. ten thirteen you know around that age so yeah like, it's yeah it's perfect because it's I play with uh, a nine and ten year old and then you know fifteen and seventeen year old play too it's a very fun game it's just funny cards it's about exploding kittens and trying to fuse things unstable unicorns <laughs> is really the same ways pretty much any game by the company 
that makes exploding kittens. You could tell by the art. But is it like totally a card? Is it a card game? Like yeah, it's like just... straight up just a card. It's just a box of cards. That's it. Hmm. And you just do the direction on the card. Yeah. So huh. that's exploding kittens. It's uh, you're trying to you draw bombs by accident, and if you blow up your cats, it's funny. It's a very cartoonish way of doing <laughs> it. It's not super violent or anything, but. It's very comical the way it does it, like yeah. diffuse bomb with a laser pointer. So and you diffuse them and you hope that you don't get the bomb. You could do tricks like look at the cards. Mm. You could skip turns thinking that, you know, as you get lower and lower in the deck, it really starts to panic because you're like, oh, wait, there's three people left and there's still two bombs and there's like seven cars left. Like and it gets really crazy. Uh, but, yeah, it's a really fun game. Unstable Unicorns is a lot. It's very similar where you have to. Uh, pretty much just get seven unicorns and put them down in front of you. But you block other characters, you go hmm. against other people, you can use, you know... Do any uh, of the unicorns get harmed? <laughs> no. There, okay. There's no pictures of anything like Explode. No. And again, it's just silly yeah. unicorns. No, because my, my daughter loves unicorns, so that sounds like a perfect game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's I play with a 10-year-old all the time, and he finds it hilarious. So oh. I 100% recommend that game, too. But yeah, the, the Disney villainous one, like we were saying, it's based on the villain. So it's not just a normal board game where you move around. Uh, like you said, there's game cards in front of you, yeah. and each person draws cards. And what I really liked about it is you just create a task. So you're almost playing your own game, but then you can slow down other players and play heroes on top of their villains. So you, know, I mean, you know what I did notice? Um Brian was that like when you play with more uh, probably two people probably more focused playing with three people I kind of got ignored the last game when I won so because my wife and my daughter were kind of like sabotaging each other and so meanwhile I'm sitting there getting everything prepared <laughs> and completing okay, my tasks quietly you snuck yeah. your winning yeah you gotta be careful with that because uh I always do that with some other games when I'll play random exploding kittens I was like you're teaming up against me and they will they really will because my wife's son will join up with her and team up against me because it's Fun to see Ryan lose. I yeah, <laughs> beat all the time in games. Yeah, it was so, it was, uh, it was really fun playing the, you know, the different characters. Like like I said, I did get the expansion set. So, I mean, and it is, it's a different game every time you play, which is, you know, as far as board games go or, you know, tabletop games, like having something you can play multiple times that, um, you know, it's not going to be the same. You, you don't know what to expect. So, And you can pick different characters. Yeah, you're so. not. Yeah. Going around the board and buying houses. And yeah, no, because I, I played with uh, the first time I played it was Cap. I was Captain Hook, which I totally screwed that one up, so I, I could have won that game. Um, and then I was Pete the Cat, which I thought was gonna be super lame, but I think that's probably like my favorite character to play with now. <laughs> which is yeah, and I'm kind of big on like, oh, I can't believe people get DLC for all sorts of games, and what these expansion packs are is pretty much DLC yeah. for board games. Yeah. And I was like, it's man, I really. <laughs> Yeah, physical DLC. And I was like, man, pretty much all the games we're going to talk about are exactly like that. So, yeah. And that's also the fun thing. It's a core game, and then you have all these expansion packs that really do just take your money. But mm -hmm. it keeps them exactly the same, and they all play perfectly together. So you can buy any one of the Disney-specific ones, um, and you can just play them over top of each other. So like you said, for Pete the Cat is an expansion pack, or... And they do have different mechanics for the expansion packs too, so there's added things to do on top of just the regular game. So, yeah, yeah. And then there's spinoffs from the Disney version that's Marvel. So, and that's why anything with brand recognition is an easier way to get kids involved. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to pick up some games when they don't recognize it, but everyone recognized Disney. They have a spinoff section specifically just for Marvel villains. And that one's really fun too. That has all sorts of people like Ultron, Thanos, Killmonger, yeah. uh, Loki. So yeah, Loki. I haven't got any of those. Just no, I haven't either. So much time to spend on the Disney one. Yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll probably stick to the Disney one for a while. Because um, I think I still have three more. Because I guess this game came out in what, 2019? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's like 2018, I think, and one yeah. like game of the year in 2019. Yeah, 2019, yeah. which so it's, uh, yeah, that's it's pretty uh, it's it's weird that like you know I had I never like really paid attention to it, but you know, it's just one of those thing things where uh, you know if you don't like if you would never suggest it, I would have probably never played it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen it all the time, and I was like, eh, I don't want to spend like 40 bucks or whatever on it. Yeah. And it's like I don't know much about it, but then once I realized it's heavily focused on villains and it can be co-op it can be a big family six players and what really gets me i guess i'm a sucker for it is the expansion packs because then it becomes the collector in me kicks in and it's like okay i gotta find that one gotta get them all (laughs) and then this is a star wars spinoff we try to keep star wars minimal to this but for the people listening from the star wars page it is getting a star wars spinoff too and that's what really kicked it into high gear because it was like oh okay i need to learn how to play this yeah, and that's, that's kind of why I wanted to get into it, too. <laughs> because like when Star Wars yeah. comes out, I know what's going on. So. Yeah, and that's coming really close. I'm, it's keeps saying late summer for the Star Wars release. And that oh, has, um, yeah. well, it's late summer. I mean, heck, it's July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost over. So <laughs> that has Asajj Ventress, Vader, Kylo, Grievous, and Gideon, Moff Gideon. So mm-hmm. that one we'll definitely be looking at more on our Star Wars section. But Villainous overall, I think, is just a really fun family game takes you know i think a 10 year old is a decent age to start learning it so they will have to read the cards there yeah. will be some planning kind of thing so if you do play with your kids but other than that any adult that just likes fun disney or marvel characters playing separately it's just a really fun game that you can play with any age group like you don't have to play these with kids yeah no because there's not really any math in it it's basically just reading yeah know, from- in the strategy. There's some scheming. Move to a different part of the board, you know, because you have four spaces in front of you. Mm-hmm. Move to a different part of the board, draw certain cards, you can attack your opponent, uh, and you can start working. And that's the big thing. You can either choose to focus solely on attacking the other player or just working on yourself and kind of ignoring the other player and trying to complete your task as fast as possible. So there's a, a ton of different ways to play the game. So that's why I think it's really expansive on it. And it's it does take a little bit of a time. So if it's just two people or four people, you will have to set aside a two hour block. But on a boring weekend, a little rainy out, I think this is a great game to play. Yeah, we started, <laughs> we've been playing them like at nine at night and then not finishing till like 12 for one in the morning. So. Yeah, that's what we did too. It's like, oh, it's seven o'clock. We'll just squeeze this in. And then it's like nine o'clock. We both have to wake up at like 4 a.m. for work. <laughs> and it's oh, like, no. what have we done? <laughs> this is crazy. But it moves a lot quicker now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how uh, this game would work if you take it to like a game night with friends or something like that, because it does take some, uh, you know, concentration and stuff like that. So you got you yeah, got to really you got to really want to play the game. <laughs> yeah, it is a huge block. So yeah, I definitely regret agree with that. Where games like um, Exploding Kittens and Unstable Unicorns, those are quick games where you can kind of play and all sit around the table and joke too. There's mm-hmm. not too much scheming in those, but it can still be Exploding Kittens, especially. You know, it can still kind of be uh, scheming against the other person. You just draw cards and you try to pass explosives off other people. And you just want to be the last one surviving. So literally everyone else has to blow up. And it's pretty funny. 
So hmm. if you haven't played that, especially if your daughter likes unicorns, yeah, I would grab really both of those games. Yeah, the, those card games are getting pretty popular. Even like uh, like I guess I almost pulled the trigger yesterday on starting doing the uh, Star Wars Destiny, which is another card game. But I mean that's the same thing. You have to buy the base set. It's two decks, and then I guess you can buy loose you know packs to like add to your deck. And like I didn't know if I wanted to start a whole nother game like that again because you know we already do Pokemon. But uh, I don't yeah. know. Who knows? I mean, we're, we're really into villainous right now, but who, in a couple months, maybe we'll probably try to mix some other things in. But yeah, yeah, it has a lot of play to it, and it pretty much almost guarantees six levels of play because everyone will want to choose a different character at some yeah. point, and then with the, each expansion pack. Well, now I have like 12 or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I was looking at Star Wars Legion the other day, mm. and then I was like, well, let me check on the video of this. And the video's like 45 minutes on yeah. how to play. And it's a three-part like, thing. I don't have time to watch the video to teach me how to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, if I go to learn how to play, and it's more than 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm out. So that's why hey, every, every time I go to Target, there's always like tons of games that I've never heard of. I'm like, oh, those will be really, pretty cool to, you know, to check out. But then you have to learn how to play it, and then you got to get somebody else to play it with you, which is usually the difficult part. <laughs> yeah, it slows down when you really got to read directions, and it's like, then you start playing, and you're like, okay, I got to read directions again. It's not like Kerplunk, where you just put the balls in the thing and pull out the straw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Do you slap the hippo in the butt, and you kind of win, <laughs> and that's about it. Which, those games are fun, too. Like, I have, like, we have oh, yeah. a whole closet full of, like, you know, old Milton Bradley games and Operation you can't play and Battleship. Hungry Hippos. And, uh, can't play Hungry you hippos know, I never had that game. one. Never You've never had Hungry Hippos? Were you not a child? I don't know. I never, like, I don't know if it was. See, when I was a kid, we had, I had, um, I was really into He-Man and really into Ninja Turtles because it was the 80s. So oh. I used to have a He-Man um, board game that I played all the time. And then there was one that was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one where I, I wish I could find, I got to look for it on eBay or something like that. Like the game pieces that, basic, you know, spin the thing and, you know, move the character around the board get to the end kind of thing but um the little game pieces of the turtles were they had like a little marble staley in the middle you know and they rolled so i think there was a component to the game we had to like roll it down the way or something like that. but yeah like wobbles or oh it had a steel ball in it yeah it's like they're laying on their belly on the shell and like doing a shell oh my gosh well, yeah but i have no like, idea what that is yeah <laughs> so but yeah but yeah those were uh that, that was those were fun good that and monopoly of course, you play. Everybody plays Monopoly when they're. Yeah, but does anybody kids. really finish Monopoly? I had a game with my sister-in-law. It was Star Wars Monopoly Episode One, and we played it for three months. <laughs> three <laughs> we kept, months. What? We kept coming back to it, so we would hang out, play it, and then okay, we're done, and then we'd go back and play it. <laughs> yeah, nobody really plays Monopoly. Stay there on the on the on the counter for a while <laughs> i've tried that with risk too so because those, those that could take a long time too i've always wanted to try risk and i never played it i really like it i usually like games this kind of of chance mm-hmm. um, with a little bit of scheming because i like the luck of rolling dice so like you'll play that and you attack other states and countries and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then eventually you're just ruler of the world so that's mm-hmm. a really good kind of planning uh and it taught me where weird countries like urkusk is you know so sure it's not a fictional also, country no offense anyone from Rakusk. yeah i don't know if it's real or not so i guess that's the thing about games so i was like i should play the star wars version with the kid and i'm like no i want him to learn where i don't know madagascar is well you can watch the cartoon for that 
Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah, but no, no, like like we used to have like um, what was it? Course Connect Four and all that stuff. You know, we played all that. I I did get a game once uh for I think it was either for birthday or Christmas. I don't know if it was a family game gift or you know some uncle or somebody gave it to us. But it was called I think it was called Commodities or something like that. It was the most boring game you would ever play. It was basically the stock market, right? <laughs> oh, geez, I don't want to do so, that in real life. Yeah, so I'm like eight years old, nine years old. We get this game. Nobody <laughs> wants to touch it. And, of course, you know, I'm sitting there trying to read the instructions, trying to figure it out. I mean, it was very educational. <laughs> like, so when high school came around, we started learning about commodities and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Head of my class. Yeah. So, yeah, it, there's – and, I, and I, I've looked up to see what that game actually was, and I can't find the exact one. But I don't know, maybe I one day. I feel like I've heard it before, but – yeah. It doesn't sound like an exciting name. It's I'm not a very at all. It's not to judge all. the book by its cover. <laughs> no, like I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go play Mousetrap instead. <laughs> yeah, which I've actually played. Played Mousetrap. So. Oh, wait, 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 have it. I bought one like during the pandemic. I bought Mousetrap because I've always wanted to uh, get a new set and have my daughter play it. And yeah, we played that for like a good month. <laughs> yeah, it takes a long it, time like... to set up that game. So you met, you mentioned that you and your family plays uh, Pokemon the card game. So yes. I've never really been able to learn or even try to do that. My kid is heavily into Pokemon, collects a lot of cards. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've all collected cards and pogs and stuff. But I've always wanted to learn that game. So I just didn't know how difficult it was to pick up something yeah. like Pokemon no, the card and game. Like, I, I, you know, seriously, like, like I said, you know, I have a history of things that you wouldn't make fun of. And then now I'm obsessed with it. So. <laughs> Like when I was like senior year in high school, I guess that's when like Pokemon first came out because um, all the freshman kids had their binders and stuff at school and we would totally like make fun of them. But like, now I wish I had those binders because they probably have some great cards in there that I would want. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, my, my daughter started getting them for she got a you know card here and there. Her first card was like a psychic energy one. And, you know, she got it from like a prize box at school in class, you know, teacher, you know, you grab something from the box if you're being good. So she had got a couple cards that way, and then uh, I think she She's giving out Pokemon cards. Yeah, I guess she had like a grab bag box, and it had like erasers and stuff like that, and pencils, and I guess they had Pokemon cards in it. Probably ones that they found on the floor at school. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so like that would happen. And then, um, so because of that, she started watching, uh, you know, the anime on Netflix, and she was like maybe eight or, you know, seven or eight, and she was watching them. No, actually younger than that. She was in kindergarten, so she had to have been like six. Yeah, so then she wanted to get a Build-A-Bear, so then we went to Build-A-Bear. They had a Pikachu. It came with the card, too. And so she wanted to start collecting them. I'm like, well, if you're going to collect these, we're going to learn how to play, because we're just not going to have a bunch of cards laying around the house, because, you know, Ugh. it's a waste. <laughs> I have and plus, I, I always And I always did want to learn how to play a card game, because um, my brother-in-law and his friends would always play Magic the Gathering. You know, we'd go over to their house and, you know, his buddies in the world would be playing. And it just seemed so foreign to me. And I didn't, you know, like, where do you start kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And it's always so intimidating to start something like that where you're with a group of people who know what they're doing and you don't, you know? Which was kind of, uh, when we started collecting Pokemon cards, I was like, okay, we're going to start doing this. I'm, I looked up a bunch of videos online. Um, I had to learn how to build a deck, which um, I found a really great video from a YouTuber called Real Breaking Nate, who we watch all the time now. So, like, yeah, he he showed, like, you just buy this set, and then you can add these cards, and this is the cheapest way to do it. So then that's what we started doing, and then slowly we started getting more and more cards. And then the good thing with Pokemon trading cards is that you can actually, if you buy a deck or if you buy, you know, a pack, they come with these code cards, and you can go online and play the TCG online 
and so you enter that code card and it gives you a pack of cards for the online game and so you can you know build a separate deck online and you can play against real people but it's really like good practice and it shows you like nope you can't do that yep you can do that and this is it's your move now and this is how much time you have so that was really uh really good to help me learn because honestly like trying to watch people play it on youtube was so like hard <laughs> it seems <laughs> like there's a lot to it complicated yeah you know th th there's a lot to it but i mean now luckily they have um well at the time they had these little mini sets that were trainer little trainer kits and they would come with two smaller decks of 30 cards because uh you actually need 60 for a deck but these ones had oh, two 30 okay. cards and so they're already pre-made and they're numbered so each player so you buy the two the trainer kit and the you know you give each player gets one one of the decks they're usually two different types of pokemon and you know each person gets a little sheet and it tells you okay you're the first player now you put down a card okay you now you put in your know, second player do this now it's your turn so you know so that was really like helpful to learn and it, it helped us do that now they sell the big kits at um it's called the um pokemon battle academy uh, you've probably seen them at target next to all the board games or the pokemon cards yeah. um yeah it comes with an actual board like a board game and it has uh you know it, it shows you where to place the cards and all that good stuff so and it has uh, the same kind of same thing it's the same you know there, there's two book there's three booklets because there's three decks in there there's two beginner ones and an advanced one and it does show you like how to play like you take turns okay first person this is your turn you know put these cards down second person you're going to pull this card and this card's going to do this and, and you know so it's really helpful and and to so we we ended up buying that later on just because i wanted it but um and we were trying to teach my uh, i think i bought one for my nephew um so because we were he was getting interested in pokemon 2 from build-a-bear because they had them at build-a-bear he got a different mm. kind of pokemon but um yeah so we were he was collecting cards for a while i don't think he caught on to it very much he was you know, he's really in a fortnite now so <laughs> but i think he still does collect cards and like now we got my other niece she's really into pokemon right now too so she's uh she's a little older than my daughter but yeah she's saving her allowance money and going buying you know the boxes and stuff like that now and my daughter helped her build a deck yesterday and it's you know oh, really? it's, That's yeah yeah, yeah. So she, you know, so they um they were hanging out, they're doing Pokemon battles there. So yeah, I mean it's it's good to get, you know, kids out doing something when they're not just, you know, on screen. Which I mean I don't have a problem with video games. I mean I can I sit there all day and play video games, but you know, it's a it's a nice little break and then they you know, we have we literally have like nine binders of cards back here. <laughs> wow. And so like I probably shouldn't of get cards. rid of all those energy cards then. No, you're going to need those, which I feel so <laughs> stupid now because I would go to my local comic book shop and I would go, you know, rifle through their old cards and pull out all the energies. And I even ordered some energy cards from Amazon, which I didn't need to because I have so many now. <laughs> but when you're starting off, you need that stuff, you know, and you don't realize it. So when my niece, well, the one that's, you know, my, I was mentioning right now. Uh, we gave her a couple of packs of the extra energy cards um, that we had because every every time you buy the big trainer boxes, the trainer uh, they um the elite trainer boxes they come with the you know package set of energy cards so you can build a deck. But um yeah no so the yeah with that, we started doing that and then uh, we before back in 2019 we we signed up for the Pokemon League and at our local you know comic book shop every Sunday they'd have um you know Pokemon League and you go you sign in and then uh, it would be pretty cool because they had like rat like raffles. You know, you yeah. get a number and like my, my wife won a pack when we were there and she ended up pulling like a rainbow rare card, which was awesome. And then uh, we got like some dice and coins for free and stuff like that. So, yeah. So every time we win, like they, um, you know, we would get prizes and stuff like that. So and then you get to just walk around and ask people, hey, you want to play? You know, 
course, I sit down with this guy who's like probably like he was probably like in his late twenties, early thirties, and he had a mat and everything and pins. I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna kill me. <laughs> so yeah, so I got totally creamed. In the rules that you have to have so many energy matched up with so many like characters, like okay, you can have you said sixty, so yeah, 60 thirty cards. energy and thirty whatever Pokemon. Yeah. So basically, you can have as many of whatever you want, except you can only have four of each type of um, Pokemon card. So you can't have like five Pikachus that just say Pikachu. But if okay. you have like, uh, there's ones called V cards, which are the overpowered ones. So you could have like four Pikachu Vs and four regular Pikachus, but you can't have five Pikachu Vs and five, you know. So there's a limit to about, four of each Pokemon. Energy cards. What about when it's a different Pikachu, like Surfing Pikachu? Yeah, if the name's different, then that's fine. You, yeah, you can... Oh. Um, yeah, as yeah, long as the name reads different, then it's a different Pokemon. And you can have, yeah, you can, I think there's probably like six different types of uh, Pikachus. You can have all of them in there as long as there's only four of each. So, I think that's one of the trainer boxes. It's a big fat Pikachu. <laughs> like, and I was like, they oh, had the, yeah, they had the celebrations pack that came out. And there's one that came out with like a, it actually had like a statue of the big giant Pikachu <laughs> in the middle, which I wanted to get that and I missed out on it. But yeah, so you, you have, you can, Add as many Pokemon as you want, as long as there's, you know, only four of each. Um, there's trainer cards, which help you accomplish things. And the energy cards are basically, like, help you do the moves. So if you have, like, a Pikachu card and you have Thunderbolt for one of your uh, moves and it takes two energy cards, you can't use that move until you have two energy cards attached to that Pokemon. So you, you're going to want to have enough um, energy cards in there to power your, your deck. But, yeah, no, it, it's... Once you get into the rhythm of, like... Okay, I have this card. I need to power it with this, and then you can figure out on your own. Like some people only keep like a few energy cards in there, but they have all these trainer cards that let them get ones that get discarded back and stuff like that. I'm not that advanced yet. I usually keep like 20 energy cards in there of different kinds. So <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like it's something I really want to learn because he has so many, but then it's at the same time he likes to collect them just to collect and trade yeah. and stuff like that. And we got to be really careful with that. And but then talking about like DLC aspect, like every year they rotate cards out. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other quick. thing. Like, yeah. can you crossplay? Let's say Sun and Moon and uh, whatever another set is. Yeah, I mean so. you. I mean yeah, if you're just playing at home, you can have any card in there. Um, so there's basically standard play, which is there's you know all the current ones, and there's a list you can find online that tells you which ones are legal for standard, which ones are not. Um, the good thing with the online one, like I said, it'll break it down for you so it'll just put those ones in there um expanded does have like whatever is included in standard and older cards so yeah so that's definitely you can and this is all just for tournament and pokemon league so if you're playing with somebody that doesn't really care then you know the two kids could just have like whatever in their decks and it's fine the the problem with like the older cards is that they're a little weaker now because all the new ones are kind of have different mechanics but um but no that yeah well, i have tons of decks that are just expanded and just have everything in there there's only like certain cards that are super duper. Either they got banned because the mechanics kind of ruined the game, or oh, uh, they're just overpowered. Yeah, or like it's just something that doesn't work anymore because the the other cards that are in there now. So there's some cards that get like banned. They're not really. I don't know what they don't call it, but they're rotated out basically. Um, but I only out of all the cards that I have, I don't, there's only maybe like a couple old, really old cards um, that I have that. It's maybe I have maybe like ten cards that I can't use out of all the ones that I have, and I have old and new sets. So, but yeah, it's it's just I mean, it, like I said, if you're playing for fun, it's it's fine, you know, like you can do whatever. But if you plan on going to tournaments and doing all that stuff, then yeah, you probably want to get like a standard deck 
and where you can do an expanded one because they do have different tournaments for standard and expanded. But but no, it's it's fun. I mean, I I now every time we go somewhere to the store, I'm I'm constantly searching for cards, and I actually just bought some today because I picked up my Fortnite issue of Marvel <laughs> at the comic book shop. Oh, is that today? Oh, I forgot yeah. today's Wednesday. Yeah, no, I I I did a pull, Ryan. <laughs> they pulled Ooh, the copy. Oh, you added to your pool, huh? Yeah. Nice. I didn't do it for a Star Wars comic, but I did it for a Fortnite Marvel. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I did buy that. I bought that first issue, but mm-hmm. I know I have three different loggings for Fortnite, oh. and I'm afraid to waste this Spider- or is it Sp- is it- yeah, it's a Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man zero. Yeah, I'm afraid to waste the Spider-Man code um, on a different login because mm-hmm. I just randomly gambled and tried one, and it worked. So I cashed in almost oh. all of my uh, Batman ones. Oh, okay. uh, but then when I get back to it, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right login. So then well, if you log like, into that one on whatever you, you play on Switch, right? No, we play on Xbox mainly. Oh. I just have the Switch to do it. If also. you go when you log into that one that has all your Batman stuff on there, on the top right corner, it should have a number up there, and that's your player number. So when you go on your Epic account online, just make sure those numbers match. I wish it was easier. Like, <laughs> wish you could just enter it from the game. You know, that's what drives me crazy. Yeah. It's like, wait, make me go to the Make me open up a website. Nobody wants to use websites. I want to use apps. Oh, like, that was that was the thing. Like when when we started, because we used to just play Fortnite for free, and then like we started trying to get the you know the battle passes and all that stuff, and the Fortnite crew. And my daughter had two different accounts, one on the Switch and one on the Xbox. And it took me, it took a bunch of emails back and forth with Epic to try to get that resolved. But they find they were really nice, and they finally did fix it. So yeah, so if you ever do have an issue with that, you can just um, contact them on their email. But, uh, I did try. I did email them once when I tried to get mm. that Batman who laughs because yeah. I think I signed the wrong one. I never heard back from him. Never. Oh no. <laughs> it's the yeah. same thing. I was like, I don't know if I signed up on the right account. It definitely uh, wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. No. I, I last week when I went, I bought or last month when um I got like all the variants of all the comics. I got the regular and I think there's three variants. So I got four total. So I um I ended up getting. And then I bought the digital copy because I thought you could get the code from the digital copy, which you can't. Um, but they ended up giving it to me anyway because they complained. So I had five copies of the, of the comic, and I had five different codes for the skins. But um, I used one. My wife used one. My daughter did. And I gave one to my brother and then my nephew. So yeah. um, so that kind of worked out. But, yeah, so I was able to buy all those at the comic book shop. I went today. They only let me take one copy. They couldn't even oh, get really? the variants. Yeah, luckily I have my daughter with me, and she grabbed one for herself. So. But it, this this month was just the uh, Iron Man, um, what do you call it? Um, for the guns, the wrap. Jetpack or the? No, it was a it was a wrap for, the... for your weapons, in the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Iron Man one. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing with comics too. Like they have all the digital codes. Marvel does. Yeah. And I have to get on a website and enter it and log in. And I'm just like, why don't you just let me? And I already have the Marvel app, so it's like, why don't you just let me take a picture of like the number and you just enter it to my account? <laughs> I wish. Things were signed up much easier. Like Fortnite is too. It's like, oh, even it's buying like, even buying V Bucks from GameStop because I'll use my five dollar rewards from GameStop to buy V Bucks from them, and I have to you can sign do up. That. Them. I didn't think yeah. you could do that. Yeah, you can. So I sign. Well, hopefully they don't hear it and stop it. But <laughs> but no, yeah, you have to go onto GameStop, get the code from their email, sign into your Epic, and then sign into Microsoft, and then send it there, and then it pops up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really, I was like, why do you have us jump through the hoops? We're already on Fortnite. Just let us go to Intercode. All sorts of games have it. I have it for Gears of War. Intercode. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, enter it. Sure, why not? 
like and then we have like the Fortnite crew so we get like a thousand v bucks every month my wife is signed up on the switch so when she puts an xbox that money does not show up on the xbox it's only on the switch so oh no yeah so, so she just gathered up money yeah it's like last time she had like seven thousand v bucks <laughs> oh can you give it on to somebody switch. yeah no she can she can log on to the switch and use it there so it's just you kind can't of a gift pain. It her xbox no, I mean, she can buy stuff. You can buy stuff for other people. So, yeah, she'll do that with my daughter. She'll just like, oh, you want that skin? Okay, I have my money in there. Let me send it to you. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. As long as you can use it. Yeah, you know, you can give purchases on there. You just can't send the actual V-Bucks, but you can, like, buy something for somebody to send it to them. So, so yeah. Yeah, it's but, definitely yeah, no, something we got to learn. The, our, our local comic shop keeps having learn how to plays, but um, it's different during school and for work in the yeah. afternoons. And um, now he's on vacation type of stuff. So, it's... Yeah, it's definitely something I want to try and hope and it, it is. You know, it, does, it, it. it was really, like, intimidating when we first started going to Pokemon League. I'm like, oh, these people are going to be, like, super good and we're going to look like fools. But yeah, it was not, you know, everybody was really nice. It was really nothing like that. So, you know, and there was actually the last time we went, because um, they shut them down for after 2020. Um, yeah. I think they're restarted now. I think they just restarted a couple months ago um, or earlier this year. But uh, yeah, no, with the la- one of the last times we went, um, there was like a little girl and her dad and like she was just learning how to play and she had to be like maybe eight, nine, you know. Um, but yeah, the instructor- age groups. No, no. Oh, so it's just. Yeah. yeah some 20 year old just totally destroys this eight year old or what? <laughs> like everybody's really nice. I was playing against some kid that was like kid was kind of annoying, but like playing against him. <laughs> he thought he was the master <laughs> of Pokemon. <laughs> So. You're like okay, I'm gonna have to show this kid up. Like, oh, we're just having fun. And you're like, now I'm gonna dominate you. Yeah, he's like, why did you have that card in there? I'm like, oh, kid, <laughs> don't make me destroy you. <laughs> Get good. But he was like, well, he, but he was like, he wanted to play with everybody. Like, some people were just like, oh, I'm gonna play with my friends that I came with, you know. But you know, my daughter was, me as a kid, I could never do this. Like, walk around, hey, do you want to play with me? My daughter was seriously asking everybody, and she had a couple kids that were like, yeah, let's play, you know. Oh, yeah, my wife's kids exactly like like he gets every time there's a knock on the door we're just like hey kid your friends are here we don't even check the door anymore this kid gets friends over (laughs) every single day so like literally we have to put a note on the door it's like he is on vacation please don't you know just leave us alone he's not gonna be here for two weeks so that's what it is he's gone Yeah, he'll, he's literally with his friends 10 hours a day, So, yeah. which is good. I never did that. You know, I lived out in the country. I, I graduated in school with 80 people, so mm. 90 people. So it's, you know, and I didn't do any of that stuff. Kept my nerddom quiet until you moved out my own. <laughs> but yeah, it's, if there was a bunch of card games like that and there was a, just a place to go play, yeah, it's, he would be fine just walking up to anybody and playing. Yeah. Heck, he's probably got 6,000 cards in a bin somewhere. You can you can make it yeah if you need help making a deck I can totally like help you but yeah it's it's super easy I mean you know once you get the hang of that stuff and like and those those about when you play it it doesn't really take that long it's not like playing Deluna so um they, you can either go by really quick if you know the other person loses right away or you can really try to drag it out but but no it's it's fun you know and then like we're watching the anime on that now we've been for the last few years watching everything chronological order so I have like twenty. Five years of Pokemon. Years? You yes. 20 years of content? 25 <laughs> years of content. <laughs> I yeah, think I we're do, on I like, to... I think we're like around 2004, 2005 now. And it started like in 98. So. <laughs> Almost to the year of your child's birth. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. I'm like, hey, I this was watching Revenge of the Sith at this time. 
<laughs> that's yeah. what I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> I could have been collecting these cards back then. <laughs> but I was collecting three and three quarter inch figures. But yeah, like, like I said, a lot of my games that I have are really Star Wars based. Like I have Star Wars Battleship. Um, I have a few Star Wars Monopolies. Like I have um, Mandalorian Monopoly, which is basically not Monopoly. <laughs> so that's one of the ones that I wanted to talk about too was I have the Star Wars Monopoly that I can't find. It's very hard to find. So all the Star Wars Monopolies you have, are they all square, normal Monopoly boards? Like the big, long rectangle? Yeah. Yeah, I guess square, rectangle. Technically, well, it's still a square. Yeah, yeah. I have the, the episode one. I have the traditional, you know, thing. But the Mandalorian one is, a, you know, right angle square. It's just, a, it's a block. So. Because I have this one with a round board. And it's mm. great. I love it. It totally changed my mind on what Monopoly could be because I was like, okay, you know, I think this is, yeah, this was just around the time Force Awakens came out. And it pretty much reestablished my kid. I tried forever to get my son into Star Wars. And mm -hmm. it wasn't until The Force Awakens that he really started to watch. Well, now he's a huge prequel fan uh, and he loves Kenobi and he, like, you know, almost dislikes the sequels. And I'm like, whatever. So <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. So, but um, we were at this, uh, what is it, like a ticket place, like a Chuck E. Cheese's, but, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. but not a Chuck E. Cheese's. So I ended up, and I masked, I picked those games where you can win a ton of tickets, and I sit there all night, and I knocked those things out. Well, of course, I ended up with like a thousand tickets, and the rest of the family had like 200, because I'm a boss. <laughs> like, But they had the Star Wars like, Sorry, you can't play skee-ball anymore. <laughs> try me. So... And he wanted this Monopoly game so much sure. I had no idea what it was. But then when I got it home, it was totally different. Like, hmm. I suggest this to everybody. It's very hard to find now because it's completely out of print. But instead of, like, chess and ch or was it chance and chest? Was hmm. it? Or chance and... I don't know. It sounded weird there for a second. But now it's Sith and uh, Jedi powers. Hmm. It's light side and dark side powers. And it totally swings the game. The game, there hasn't been a time where I haven't finished the game. Because you go around and you have to buy the planets because it's kind of the same setup. There's whatever. There's 20 planets around, 10, 15 planets around the board. Each planet is three spaces. So a lot like Monopoly. Um, but the, what the game changer is the abilities where you can. And that's all it is. You just buy them all. And whoever has the most planets and sectors at the end wins. It's nothing to do with money. It's hmm. just control the galaxy. And again, a dice game, which I like, but the, I don't have to run downstairs, but yeah, the games has these abilities that really swings it. So if you save it for the last couple of turns, mm -hmm. it's something like, oh, you can take uh, the most expensive planet your opponent has or the highest ranked one or remove all pieces from this planet. And it totally swings the game because then you don't want to finish the game because you know you'll lose if you don't, because you can finish the game but you'll know you lose if you don't have the most planets. Like if you buy the last planet, you know, you're going to lose. So mm. um, it's a round game and it has Kylo, Luke, Vader. And I want to say it wasn't, I think it was before the, you know, Ray, they were kind of keeping Ray out of any of the games at this time. So it might've been Finn. I'm going to hear mm. some shuffling noises here. <laughs> yeah, it was Finn. Yeah. So it was Finn and Kylo. Invader and Luke, so it's still like hmm. light versus dark side. Um, I would definitely recommend looking it up. It just regularly says Star so does Wars. Does it money. have money? 
or there's no money component? Yeah, there's money that looks exactly like Monopoly. So it does okay. play very similar Monopoly, but it's almost like a round board. Hmm. And you still, there's really no hotels because you just claim the planet as, you know, the Republic or, you know, the Sith and stuff like that, the Galactic Empire. So you have like these cards, like a uh, force pull, summon any player to your space. And then that's if you're good. Well, if you're bad, it punishes you. Like send, there's still like send player to jail. Um, there's like abilities. Like you can keep the cards and save them for abilities. So, hmm. but yeah, it has big changes like that. But yeah, I totally recommend. It's a smaller game. It, like I said, it looks exactly like Monopoly, but the board is round. And a lot of the cards almost have... I, I think, yeah, movies. I think I did see that one at the time, like when Force Awakens was coming out, and I didn't grab it because we already had Star Wars Monopoly, and at the time I didn't know that different ones had different variations of gameplay. So I probably yeah, would have jumped I on it. thought that too. I thought it was just normal Monopoly. But then when I started handing out, what is it, the light side and the dark side cards, I was like, man, this is, yes, it has go to jail. Yes, it has pass go and stuff like that. So yeah, it is very similar, but what really throws it off is all those ability cards. It mm. changes the entire gameplay. Yeah, the the episode one Monopoly that I have, like it's pretty basically Monopoly. It has the money, uh, you know, the pink and then the green also, but it's uh, has the Republic credit symbol on there. So the Republic credits, um, the community chest, and the, what's the chance card? The other one. It's uh, one has a picture of young Obi Wan from episode one, and the other cards have uh, Darth Maul. So it's like light and dark side. So it tells you which yeah. one to pull. And then um, for the ho- it has hotels, um, and they're the towers from Coruscant. So those are pretty cool like to have around the board. But um, the game's getting pretty old and brittle now. And the difference between this and a regular Monopoly game, it's actually like a board where, you, you know you know how you get the, um, I don't remember how to play the, I don't think I've ever really played the original one for that long in, the, in that in the recently, but the all the um, property cards slide into the board so when you land on a property and you want to buy it you pull the card out of the board and you take it and the same thing with the uh the um, hotels they snap into the board so yeah so they stay there. Oh, that's cool yeah but so the problem is now those little pegs are getting brittle because the plastic's like 20 some years old so <laughs> somehow oh, oh, they're yeah. snapping off <laughs> so, but yeah and then uh the pieces that i have are actually metal and they're heavy so yeah oh that's so that was, good yeah, that was a pretty cool set. Um, and I, like I said, I got that one when episode one came out because um, they had just so much stuff back then. Yeah, so it had like, you could be Jar Jar, you could be Darth Maul. But yeah, it's basically the same, you know, the dice, you go to jail, click go. It was basic Monopoly. Um, so that one doesn't really much of variation, but it's just like, it's basically Monopoly with Star Wars skin, but it's a really cool Star Wars skin. Um, yeah. The other one I, I got. When, I like when they try to change it up. I think. The, there's like a Fortnite Monopoly that I was looking yeah, at. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> we have that one. Does it, does it play differently? Because I was like, man, it seems like it plays differently. Yeah, it does. I think uh, it's been a while since we played it, but um, my, my daughter got it for her birthday last year. We were playing it for, for a while, but um, yeah, you have to um, rebuild your um, your shield and your energy. You can die. So yeah, it, it's I got to play that again. It's been a minute, but yeah, that it, it's, it's variation. It's not. I don't think there's any money in that game. You just have little tokens that are... Um, that are your energy and, and your health. So okay, yeah, it's, I'm interested in games that play differently, but you know can be similar. Mm-hmm. And so, then the other one uh, I have is um, the Mandalorian one, and that one has no money, I don't believe, or it might. But the premise of that game it has bad guys stationed around the um, the board, 
So, you know, Moff, um, Moff Gideon's on there. There's some death troopers and stuff like that around the board. And if you run into those, you have to, like, do some kind of battle with them. I don't remember if it's with the dice or what. We've only played it a couple times because it was super, like, hard to, like, learn how to play it the first time. Just because it was completely different. And, like, you basically, yeah. you have to get Grogu because he's being bountied. And so the objective is to steal Grogu and then I think you have to make it somewhere to, like, a safe spot. So... Um, oh, I didn't know it was so different. That's yeah, just yeah. the Mandalorian Monopoly. Yeah, and then if you lose the battle against the bad guys that are stationed around, then they get Grogu, and you have to go back around and try to get him again. So, yeah. So you're basically but chasing... Do you still verse other players, or is it almost like the game is the NPC? Yeah, the every... game is the NPC, yeah. But you can take Grogu from the other player. Oh, okay, yeah. If you, I think you land on their spot, and you have to roll dice or something like that but it's it's been a minute since i played that one but yeah that that one was like really different yeah and i know my daughter has a no, my niece had the animal crossing one monopoly and that one was a little different too and i know we have the frozen one but i've never played the frozen monopoly like that we have like five or six different ones and then i have original monopoly which i've never even opened the box so yeah those oh. games are long they they are really long yeah yeah definitely that's why i say no one plays no one really plays monopoly <laughs> So, but another game uh, that really kind of got because with when I got villainous, I also found this other game called Unmatched, which seems like a very new game that's only oh, been yeah, out for like right. two years. So I, I don't know if you've heard of this or seen it. I've seen it on. Now that you you told me uh, a couple weeks ago, I looked it up on Target and I did see the boxes there. I think they had like well, I mean you can explain it, but they had, yeah, they had like a couple different characters that you could buy or something. Yeah, like that. so that one I discovered too. Um, and again, that's a good game for two or four players. You can pay three. But then it could turn into like a double team scenario. Mm. So when you play four players, it's two teams of two to kind of like protect your team type of thing. But I this is the game that really got me crazy. And of course, it has a lot of physical DLC. Um, and I ended up getting like six games like within the past <laughs> month. Um, it is it's a board, you know, it's a, just a, bi- a big board full of circles. And in the scenario of two players, you each have a hero. And they may or may not have a small token sidekick. And you play cards. So you maneuver around the board and you get cards. And then you can use those cards to scheme against your teammate, excuse, against your opponent. And that's usually like boost, move next to them, gain actions, and then attack. So there's attack, a defense, you know, then you have defense cards. So it's still a card draw game. You mm. know, so it's like luck of the deck where it's like 30. Um, but some of the heroes are great. And that's the other great thing is all these games can play together. So they have non-IP characters like Medusa, Sinbad, Alice in Wonderland, King Arthur, Dracula. Yeah, I saw a Beowulf Sherlock, one, I think. Yeah. yeah, Dracula, Sherlock Holmes, Invisible Man, Dr. Hmm. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Those are two separate ones, you know, of the characters not in the, I guess, physical domain or like Disney, you know, yeah. they don't own that. Yeah. They own that. But then there is ones based on IP. So they have a bunch of Marvel sets. They're a little bit more expensive. Hmm. And I've personally been avoiding them just because I don't want it to turn <laughs> into like a Marvel minifigure thing. Oh. So, but they're, I mean, there's, they have like Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Daredevil. Hmm. Well, do they come with uh, little Sign. figures or are just strictly cards? They do. They come with minifigs because oh. they, and that's the big thing with the, I guess the fans is that you can paint all the minifigs. Hmm. And I haven't been, I'm trying to learn how to paint, but. Oh boy, like I don't have the skill for <laughs> to low depth it. and stuff like that. So again, it's like 
my comic shop has these five dollar classes, so I'm going to try yeah, to that, figure that out. That, that seems to be like a big um, drawing point for some people with the uh, with the bigger games like like that. Like I like I think I mentioned Warhammer before. Like there's a Warhammer shop yeah. by my house, and they have a bunch of paints and stuff. And you know, that's where all the paint comes from is painting those minifigs. So it has a lot of just regular gray minifigs that people paint. And one of the sets I bought used, the dude painted them all. Mm. So and it's like the amount of skill that these people have, it's just crazy. Um, and then they also have other sets. Uh, two, they have two Jurassic Park sets. Mm. So they have T Rex versus Doctor Sattler um, with Malcolm. You know the guy. You know, yeah. He leans over the shirt off. That's one set, which is a weird thing. You're know, like Doctor Sattler versus Dracula. You know, because you can mix and match <laughs> all these. But then the other one is Robert Muldoon. Uh, shoot her. You know that guy. Oh yeah. Versus. <laughs> Yeah, versus the Raptors. So then you have like three Raptors mm. that you can mix and match. So I can do like Raptors versus Sherlock Holmes. And the game is, it's really mm. fun. It really is really fun. You can play with, it's is easier. Is it similar to Villainous where like you're doing your own thing or you directly? No, like, this is straight up. You need to attack the other people. Okay. It's like, it's so, kind of more like a Pokemon kind of thing then. Where like you. Yeah. I mean, but there is a board. Um, just imagine a board that's full of almost like dots, but the board is painted. That's the other big thing with this game is if you've seen the boxes, they're very artistic. The back hmm. of the cards have like very artistic designs. They're all created by certain artists. All the cards have like certain images like King Arthur and Merlin and stuff like that. Like Alice in Wonderland, you're like, oh, Alice in Under- Wonderland. But she has a huge sword. It's like battle Alice in Wonderland hmm. type of thing. Um, and the, it does come with some planning. like. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you have to flip back and forth if you want. Same with Alice. She can take potion to become big and small for more defense or attack. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, you just have cards in your hand. You maneuver and draw cards, and you try to attack the other player and maybe back away. Um, and then the other player tries to either surround you with sidekicks. And you know, every time you move, you draw cards. So if you attack too much, you're going to run out of cards and just get your uh. puppy. Uh, there's still some planning. But all the characters are so different and so fun. Um, there's different IPs. So if people want to make it Marvel, they can get all sorts of Marvel set. And I think the next Marvel one, I can't remember all the characters, but the next Marvel set. That's probably what I would do. <laughs> yeah, the next Marvel set is Teen Spirit. And it's like Miss Marvel, oh, Squirrel cool. Girl, and Cloak and Dagger. Hmm. So, and it just seems like fun like that. So you can have Ghost Rider. You can have all the Marvel characters. I have no idea how long they have the permission to print them type of stuff but yeah they're really good yeah they're still really good Hmm, so that's that's a really fun game that i would totally recommend it gets people into minifigs and you could just cross battle again it's dlc which apparently i'm apparently getting into it does sound a lot like um like pokemon because the same thing you run out of cards and you're done you lose automatically if you're um, yeah that's how it is too so you have like this 30 cards and if you use all 30 it's called exhaustion so Mm -hmm. you can't reshuffle and get back into it it's every time you now draw a card, you take two damage type of thing. So you can't just run the entire game because then you die. Every time you run, you have to draw a card. Oh, yeah. And then, like you mentioned, Beowulf with it versus Little Red Robin Hood, um, which Little Red Robin Hood is actually really fierce. She has like this knife, you know, and all her, a lot of her cards are like attack cards. And then they have spinoffs like Bruce Lee, which it's just a single character pack. And I don't know why, but this pack is like $400 now. Wow. So yeah, it, be, it went out of print. Apparently, Bruce Lee has a big fandom. 
I don't know. Yeah, man. no, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come with all it is is just Bruce Lee and cards, nothing else, no board because everything comes with boards. Oh, wow. So it was really weird. Um, and a little mini Bruce Lee figure or anything? Yeah, there is. He's got like oh, his thumbs, you know, like Whoa! like it's oh, cool. classic Bruce Lee. <laughs> and I just happened to get that from this guy who sold me the use pack. He's like, yeah, go ahead. And then there's wow. like Bigfoot versus Robin Hood. <laughs> so it has a lot of weird tie-ins. Bruce Lee like versus that. Bigfoot would be pretty cool. <laughs> I did do that, yeah. I no, I did I only used Bruce Lee once and I did Bruce Lee versus Raptors. Oh man, he ripped them apart. Like I decimated <laughs> them with Bruce Lee. I'm like, maybe I won't use Bruce Lee because he's so powerful. But you know, any one of the bigger games, they're like four packs of characters. Mm. You buy two of them, you can have like eight characters. So that's definitely a, a really fun one. For kids and family, and it, it's and two, right? You can't play more than two. It's just, it's a versus, right? Well, it's still versus. Like I said, you can do even if you with three people, if you wanted oh. to, like one family, you can have. Let's say your wife and child can be, you know, two characters, and then you can be two characters. Oh, okay. It just works easier if it's two on two because mm. if it's three, which is one v one v one, you can do. But if someone's strong, it. As with every game, it turns into like a team up. Oh, you attacked me, I'm gonna attack yeah, you. Yeah. You attack me, and it can turn into a team up. Well, if it's two versus two type of thing, it usually ends up better. And if you're controlling two people yourself, you know, you take out one, then that's fine type of thing. But that, yeah, that's the bigger sets where it's two v two, and that's the max you can play is four people. Um, but still, that's plenty. It, it kind of sounds like the uh, like the Star Wars Destiny game I was mentioning where you do have a player deck, but I think that one you can add to the deck. This one you can't, right? These are just like pre-made and then you yeah, can't. Yeah, there's no deck expansions. It's the character you have. But the funny thing is that this game was originally a Star Wars game and they took that idea from a Star Wars game that nobody's remaking. It's called Star Wars Duels. Mm. And it was the same thing. You had a card and you moved a character around and you'd move the token around to lose health. And you would draw cards. The game's like three hundred dollars online now because it's just not being made. Um, <laughs> that, the Bruce Lee set. That's... <laughs> yeah, and the there, it has such a big fandom that fans create their own card decks. Uh, so if you wanted a Star Wars deck, there's tons of them out there that fans created, uh, or anime, or you know you can buy any minifigure you want and pretty much put them in this game. So the game's really creative. If you like creating, you literally go online. You can create the deck or download somebody else's. You could print them for like 15 bucks and they send you what looks exactly like the real cards. Hmm. So people put their own image in there, their own art and stuff. And it's, it was really fun. I would at least recommend looking up a how to play on matched type hmm. of thing. And they usually show through and that's what really. Do they got sell me like a starter set that has like two decks or is it better just to get two decks? Well, like if you get one of the volumes, like the, I think the two best ones is volume. It's called Battle of Legends, Volume One, and it has four. It has four characters. So, and then mm. obviously you can choose any two or four that you want to play. Um, but that's kind of the that's the first game they release, and it's very straightforward, basic directions. You move, you draw a card, you attack, or you can move again if you don't want to attack somebody. Mm. You don't have to. You can attack twice and call it good. It's two turns per turn type of thing so move and attack or move and move or attack and attack type of stuff so um and then cobble and fog is another is another set of unmatched and that's like invisible man dracula sherlock holmes and dr jekyll and hyde which are all very very fun characters to play with uh, but it's a little bit more advanced just because of the tokens 
And uh, the way Sherlock plays, and the Invisible Man can teleport around the board with his fog. So that game is definitely fun. Has a huge fandom for people who likes minifigs and creating card games. Um, it, it will suck you in in a moment. Yeah, because I know so, even I think what is it X Wing or what's that other line? I don't know. There's one of the, I every time I go to the card shop by my house, they always have all this whole aisle just Star Wars ones, and like it has the figures, and I guess those you can customize and paint too. So yeah, I think that's Legion because I was looking up that's the one I was looking up Legion. And I was like, well, okay, let's see. The starter pack is one hundred and twenty dollars. And each expansion pack of two characters is like forty dollars. So I'm like, I don't want to get into this game. It's a little too advanced for me. Yeah, if these ones are pre-made sets and you don't got to go, you know, find other parts, I might just no, no, yeah, pick up some of the Marvel with, ones. Comes yeah. with the figures. Um, you just set them out, and you each figure has a special ability. You know, like Dracula is, if at the start of your turn, um, your opponent is next to you, you take one health because he's Dracula. Mm-hmm. And the Invisible Man can teleport around the board, depending on where his fog is. Sherlock has a lot of guess cards where it's like, okay, if you can guess how strong their card is, it does no attack damage type of stuff. So it's, hmm. it is it is still some planning with cards a little bit, but I would say it's easier to pick up than something like Villainous. So I, we were able to pick it up really quick. And even our it kids it seems like play. it's less pieces and less of a, a big event kind of type of game. Yeah, so, and you yeah. have... Hmm you know whatever one to seven cards in your hand and you just choose what card you want to use if you're like okay i don't have any defense cards so i'm going to run away to try to draw a defense card because if they attack me i'm going to be taking huge amounts of damage yeah there there might there might be something that my daughter might be interested in playing with me um if it's like character she knows (laughs) you know she does like sherlock Holmes. yeah (laughs) Yeah, so like sherlock uh he's fun dracula everyone knows dracula yeah you know medusa and sinbad king arthur Alice, uh, like the Jurassic Park ones. And that's the cool thing. You could buy any one of them. Like I said, I did Raptors versus Bruce Lee type of thing. So you can mix and match Dracula versus Alice the, in Wonderland. She likes Jurassic Park too. So I think she'd probably be the Raptor. Yeah. And those, the, I think that got a, the, I think the Raptor one is a little bit harder to find because that got yeah. really popular. But you well, can yeah, do the giant, the, T- the giant T Rex. Yeah. Hmm. And then, but I've seen a whole stack of them at my Barnes and Noble. Um, and if you find, like, oh, there's also a Deadpool. So much like Bruce Lee oh. is a single character, there's Deadpool, too. And that one goes for, like, 50 bucks online. But oh. at Barnes & Noble, they still have them every once in a while. So realistically... I didn't check there. I, I've actually been to Barnes & Noble the last couple of weeks, and I, I forgot to look there for... I was looking for Pokemon stuff and villainous things when we went last time, so I didn't really pay attention to the, the unmatched. So yeah, even call it, And this might be, like, giving away a secret to a lot of people, but I called my Barnes & Noble in the state that I live, and they called... A three-state area, and <laughs> only northeast of part of my section of our state had it, and they mailed it to me, and I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. buy." It. it was like twenty bucks, and things sells for fifty online. I'm not well, planning on reselling it right now, mm-hmm. but I'm also not planning on opening it. It's Deadpool. I was like, "I'm not planning on opening it either." <laughs> I'm hoping to just bump into Rob Layfield, and because a... there's a part where you there's a, obviously it's Deadpool, so he plays yeah. really ridiculously. Like, if there's food on the table, this card's attack is worth five. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't like hectic things like that because it stresses me out. But then one of them is, if your opponent's name is on this card, it's worth five. If their name isn't, write their name on it. And I'm like, I'm going to find Rob Layfield and have him sign this card. <laughs> Which is probably impossible and will cost like a hundred bucks. He, he, I think he goes to conventions. I'm not sure. <laughs> or I, not around me. So, 
Yeah, that, oh. we have a few Barnes and Nobles around here, so I'll have to try to look those up. Yeah, because you know, I, I had actually looked online at one the Barnes and Noble that was nearest me when I was looking for the expansion sets for Villainous. I think I was looking for the Corella, the villain, the one I had her in the front. Yeah. So we went, and yep, to my chagrin, they did not have it in the section. I was like looking, I'm like, oh, they have every other one except that one. And the only reason I went there, they were more expensive there than they were at Target, but they were supposed to be there. So I'm looking, I'm looking, like, it's got to be here. Like, and I was I was going to go look for somebody to see if they could find it in the back or something. I ended up pulling out a couple of them from, I think I pulled out the one that has Syndrome on it and the guests on one, and it was behind those. And so I was like, okay, oh. good, they did have it. <laughs> I want the Gaston one. You know, I, I always like Gaston. He seems like a real good guy. I, I might get that one next. Yeah, I might get that one next. Or what is it? It's uh, the one, my wife loves the character. I forgot his name, but with the... Uh, David Spade and he's a lot Oh yeah, it's a uh, Yzma from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. yeah, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, apparently that character is really funny to play. Is that one in the Gaston one? I don't know if that's in Gaston. I don't think so. Maybe. I can't remember where it is, but I know that's Yzma. Is, Yzma is one of the characters I'm looking for. Just, See, and that was I mean, like, we um, because I had got the, you know, the one that had the what the evil queen, and then it had. I think that one did have the Corolla in it and stuff like that. And who was the other one? Um, Hades, I think it was. Hades from uh, okay. Hercules. And I, I got like, well, I'll be the evil queen then. And I wasn't really too enthused about it, but I didn't realize that if you're playing that villain, you get everybody from the movie. So I had the dwarfs in there and Snow White. It was cool. You know, like I didn't realize that. And the huntsman and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm even with the, uh, the one that has... Um, I think the wicked stepmother from Cinderella. I'm like, well, that seems kind of boring. But then I guess you get the mice and you get Cinderella and everybody in there. So that'd probably yeah. be a pretty fun one to, to play. Yeah, it's, I'm shocked at how really big it is. And the fact that it's expanding is really helping even more. I think oh, there's the only two Marvel sets. Yeah, there's two Marvel sets, I think. No, there's I think three. I, I think I saw there... three. Yeah. I'll have to I look. only find the Loki set and the main set. I couldn't there's see one it. that has Loki's sister. Um, and I think there was another one. Unless I can Hella? the basic. Hmm. Hella's in the main set. Oh, is she in the main set? Okay. Yeah, because that's Tasman, Ultron, Thanos, Killmonger, and Hella. Hmm. And then the Loki set is Loki, Modok, and Madame Mask. Uh, again, I just did a quick Google for Marvel villainous, and it and was only so. Unless hmm. there's a third one that's really rare. I just wonder what kind of characters are in there as their heroes. So that'd be kind of kind of cool. Because you know, I was, I was thinking of any of them because I was like, oh, those aren't really like big time villains, you know, for Marvel except for Loki. But I'm like, well, I guess you would yes. if you had the Hella deck, you would have Thor fighting against her, so that'd be kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I really wish they would cross over though, because I think it would be funny to do. It's <laughs> a Corolla versus Captain Hook versus Taskmaster or something. <laughs> but oh, they all great. play a little bit different. The Star Wars one obviously will have if you don't have Palpatine in the first set. You're obviously planning an expansion. Yeah. Like, well, you got my money at least two times. There's so many characters that could use for that. Yeah, I, I think we're going to hold off on getting the Marvel set until we get the Star Wars one. Like, maybe, like, if there's a pause in between them making expansions for that one, we might end up getting the Marvel one. But, but as of right now, I got, like, three boxes of villainous in the <laughs> three four Yeah, boxes. it's <laughs> like I have this big pile of games. We I bought, like, Jumanji at a garage sale, mm. Battleship, you know, trying to play all these games. And then the kid goes on vacation. 
and then I'm going to visit family, and it's like, man, so you know, we don't have much time to play games. It's funny when my uh, when my daughter and my nieces when they were younger, and they had the Jumanji game, they packed bags and stuff <laughs> before they were gonna play because they thought they were actually gonna get sucked into the game like the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like here no, we go they to did. play it this was game. So cute. I'm like. Like, oh, we're having off. fun with this game. Yeah, they can, the game's not working. We didn't get put into the game. I'm like, like oh. <laughs> Misrepresentation <laughs> but had, movie. But they had so much fun playing it, though. So that, that, that's the thing. You know, if you gotta, if, if you get a game and you're like, yeah, it's not your cup of tea, then probably, like, it's not for you, you know? Or maybe you just yeah. need to get better people to play with. But <laughs> So but, uh, have you ever played something big like Dungeons & Dragons? I you know I've never had I've never played any like RPG games where you have to read scripts and do all that stuff. It just seems so like out there and like beyond my grasp. Um, well, I'm I'm really good at telling stories. Like I don't know if you've ever seen the game where you just roll six dice and you have to tell a story on the dice. Yeah, like that's yeah. all it is. You just roll mm-hmm. and it's like a star, or a castle. Yeah, and just I would from tell, watching like, Stranger story. Things is where I've kind of picked up and watching. Uh, what's that show that was on YouTube? Um, that got popular oh, where they're critical playing. role yeah critical role i've seen like clips of that so i'm like okay that's what this yeah game. i've seen some of that so i tried getting into dungeons and dragons and i can't get past the character creation so hmm. which was a problem on main games you know like mortal Kombat. i would spend weeks creating a character and be like okay i'm good and that's it so i can't get past the character creation for it my daughter plays it a lot um but again it's another dice type game that i like playing but I did find this one called Dungeons and Dragons Adventure Begins. Um, it's a very, very beginner set and extremely easy to pick up. And it has four pre-created characters with pre-created powers. So it's, you know, a side one and then like a level two. And, you know, it's the usual, it's the, the wizard, the dwarf, the archer, and the mage or whatever. That's it, you know, the main characters. And then you have these four boards that you put out in any order you want. And each one, you just draw cards for monsters or actions. And then the end of the game, there's like a really big villain, you know, like Hmm. the one with all the little tentacle arms and stuff and a giant dragon, you know, a giant Cyclops, you know, that has huge amount of hit points type of stuff. Hmm. But I definitely recommend this game. It's nothing like a full blown D and D, but if you like sit there and like read the scripts and act stuff out and everything. No, I mean, I tried them. It's very, it gets the kids and family very creative because I'll play as the dungeon master every time, mm-hmm. but I also play in the game. Um, I think it's only up to four players, but then five if someone is the assigned a dungeon master. Yeah. And that's it really doesn't tell you any stories. It's just, would you like to continue straight down the board or go off the side and automatically fight a villain? You would never just fight a monster right at the beginning because you'd probably all get slaughtered. <laughs> um Cause you want, you pick up stuff like items, but you, you literally just pull a card out. You know, each board is only like four circles mm. and then a final boss, you know, it's the henchman of the main boss. And, but you still try to make it into a story. So it's like, okay, you know, when I sit with the family and they, and seriously, the wife, the kids, everything loves it because I'll turn it into a story and then I'll make them tell me how they use the maneuver. It's like, okay, this monster appeared out of the woods, you know, after we just, finish talking to people in the end you know it's still a dark night uh and i'll just pull a card and the card will be like you know that's the spot that you're in and it's either a troll comes out and talks to you and it asks for your help do you trust it yes or no and that and the each individual person will say yes or no hmm. and you either and as the dungeon master you just reveal what the card says okay so 
But it, it doesn't have the component kind of, where you have to make up your own stories like you do if you're the actual dungeon master in the full game. It's, no, no, pre-made. It okay. really doesn't. I mean, you. The only stories that I kind of create is each board is different. Like a dock town, the woods, a castle, and a volcano type of thing or caves. So that's the only kind of story that I kind of is. But it's a little bit more boring way. It's just pick up the card, read what it says. Yeah. Oh, there's a monster here, and then you take turns going in circles. And you have to use a power, but I tell the kids, well, explain to me how you use flaming swords type of thing. And they're like, okay, because um, I'm like, okay, the monster just attacked me, so it's not paying attention to you. What do you do? Well, I want to use flaming swords. Okay, you just have to roll higher than a five on a 20-sided dice. That's all you have to do. So tell me what you do. And he's like, okay, I light my swords on fire. I jump out behind the rock, and then and I'm like, roll your dice. And they'll roll, and if it's a hit, and then he's like, and then I chop their arm off. And I'm like, okay, you did two damage. And I'll take damage away from it. So it makes them create a story if you make them create a story. If you're just like, okay, what move do you want? I'm going to use magic missile. Okay, roll your dice. You hit. Okay, next player, what do you want to do? But you make it into a game. uh, That's where I'm really good at just BSing through everything. <laughs> and it's like, you create a story. And it's like, there's a special ability, like you team up with another player. Uh, you all have a backpack card, which just helps to the story. It's like, one of the abilities is use something from your backpack to create a move. So they'll be like, okay, I want to use um, this rope from my backpack and I'm going to tie it to my flaming swords or I'm going to use this music box and I'm going to play music and I'm going to try to put it to sleep and then I'm going to shoot my arrows at it. And it's all the characters are pre-created. So everyone has relatively the same moves. Hmm. It's a weak and a strong, you know, from like five, a roll five and above or 10 and above, or you choose and you have to choose the move before. So if you end up rolling really high, it's like, well, you chose a quick, easy attack that does one damage, or you can choose like a super high attack where you explain what's going on more, you know, it's more of a creative thing where it's like, and as long as you involve the family and you almost force them to tell the story, like, how do you want to attack this? And then once you beat the monster, you're like, boy, that was a rough battle. We breached the end of this board. We're going to refresh. We're going to turn all our special abilities back over. And now someone in the village told us we should continue on to this volcano cavern. And then you just go and you just draw a card for that's it. You just draw a card. It'll say, talk to somebody or fight a monster or guess something and then move to the next spot. But if you can create a story out of it, it's great. I mean, it came down to the point where uh, my son landed the very last blow on the main monster, and literally the entire table was cheering. You know, it's (laughs) two kids, it's like three kids, the wife and me, and it was like, and he's like, okay, I jump off the tree. And And here's the funny thing. It's like he'll try this same maneuver over and over again. And it'll fail at it. Through. And it's just a regular uh, roll higher than 10. I'm going to choose my strong attack. Well, you have to roll higher than a 10 to do it. Okay. And he keeps telling the kind of the same. So I'm going to try this. And I'm going to pull out my, because he picked a bat friend. Uh, you draw a card for items. And it's like giant hammer or a music box that puts them to sleep. And he's like, and I tie it to the hammer. And he like, he lands the biggest critical roll. He hits like a 20, like a natural 20. And he does plus one damage. And I was like, this monster's knocked everybody down. It has two hits left. What do you do? He like tells this crazy story and he hits it. 
and it like he hits exactly what he needs to in the dice. And I was like, you've killed the monster. And the whole tape, like everyone's like, oh my God, like blows up. So as <laughs> long as you can tell a good story and convince your kids and wife or anybody to tell a story while they're doing not not just say, I choose quick attack. Yeah. You're not what making you gotta make it exciting. Yeah. You know, what's this <laughs> troll gonna do? Well, and of course it gets weird with a bunch of ten year olds where they're like, I'm going to jump off the wall and stab him in the butt. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess roll the dice. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> caught your knife before you stabbed him in the butt. And then me as dungeon master, I would get to, or anybody, technically it's whoever's turn it in is like dungeon master, but let's be honest, I'm much better at telling stories. So I just be dungeon master all the time, type of thing. But yeah, it's anyone who kind of wants to get into D&D, but a good start. Yeah. extremely yeah. difficult um, creating characters, figuring out where to do all that stuff. Personally for me, it may not be difficult for others. My daughter did it just fine, but I have a hard time committing to that because I'm like, but this is my character for life. So <laughs> D&D Adventure Begins, a great starter game, very good at creating stories. It's dice rolling, so it's very random, and it's a very direct story. You draw cards, it tells you what to do, you move to the next circle, and you create a story out of it. So do you have to, to have more than two players, or can you just have two players? You can have one player if you want. Oh, yeah. Well, you just tell the story to yourself and you're well, just sitting there alone at the table like I choose magic missile by myself and I hope it <laughs> hit, you know, and then everyone's looking at you like, what is this guy talking to? So, but, yeah, I've played with the wife. I've the played play at your lunch break at work. <laughs> People's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm trying to beat the Cyclops. So but yeah, it's, it, it's totally fun. Hmm. It's four players. Five, if you assign someone to be just a dungeon master, yeah. which is still fun. Me, who likes telling stories, and sometimes I don't like to get my butt kicked. Sometimes I don't like to crush my kids in games. So I'm happy just to be the storyteller type yeah. of thing and move the game along. And plus, it helps when, you know, it's hard to find games for five people, you know, three kids, yeah. and, you know, wife and myself. So it works out that me, the one who embellishes everything, tells a story. So and it's, a, it's a relatively cheap game. It's like 25 bucks. Cool. So usually on sale for less. Yeah, there's so there's so many options. There's so many options for games. Uh, even today, I just had delivered. Um, I got some stuff from Prime Day. It was uh, you saw the the Star Wars chessboard that I've been looking for. And yeah. Then, uh, there's a Clue, Clue game. Yeah, Star Wars Clue, which I had been looking for for a couple of years. Um, because they did have it out for a while and then it was gone. But uh, yeah, no, I found that one pretty cheap. So, it's uh, yeah, we love playing. We started playing Clue maybe like two years ago. Yeah. And then uh, my niece, the one that's playing Pokemon now, she got into it too. So then we got her a board, um, I think for Christmas last year. We got her a set. But uh, yeah, her and my daughter play that all the time. And it's just my wife beats us every time we all play. But really? <laughs> yeah, but this one's, uh, I guess you're trying to find the Death Star plans and try to thwart Darth Vader's plans. So you're not finding a dead body or anything like that. It's uh, it's more oh, Star Wars. Out. Yeah, and then it's like 3D like board. So it's, it looks like the inside of the Death Star, I think. So, that's what I was most impressed about. You like yeah. built the game up type of thing. Yeah. I was like, wow. So I, I gotta I gotta go build that Susan to play that <laughs> today. <laughs> I gotta we gotta play that today. So Yeah, you can put it on like a lazy Susan and spin it around yeah. on the table. I have I have one, so we can we can totally do that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't because I'm like, if I want that side of the mashed potato bowl, I'm just gonna scoop that <laughs> side. I don't need a lazy Susan. So now I might need one. And then the wife will yell at me. I've been telling you for years I need a lazy Susan. Now you get it for Star Wars? Like, Ricky told me to. You need it. You need it for your board game. <laughs> yeah. Why does yeah. Ricky always tell you to get things? I'm like, I don't know. Like I made him buy like four sets of villainous. 
Yeah. Where'd you get this, Brian? Oh, him again. You told me I needed I needed <laughs> guest on. <laughs> so it's fun. So, but yeah, all these games I think are great for the family, uh, great for friends and stuff. Gather people around the table rather than just, you know, because it happens at times. We sit around and play around our phone and it's like, you know, let's do something. Yeah. You know, where we don't want to go outside because it's 120. Oh, yeah. 120. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like the other day, I mean, my, my daughter wanted to, like, we get tired of playing the same video games and, you know, just to do something together, you know. So she's like, oh, let's play, let's play the chessboard we have in there. Okay. Like, cool. I have like a really old set that's like actually ceramic and wood. And it's, uh, yeah, conquistadors. I have a glass one. Yeah. It's conquistadors and, uh, Mayans. So it's all like decorated and made out of like the different stones and stuff. So that's, uh, I, I've been playing chess since I was like in junior high. That's how much of a nerd. I was. <laughs> I've probably played 10 games of chess in my entire life. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I like chess, but, you know, none of my kids want to play it. Uh, it's like, no, uh, I, I thought my daughter's super young, and she, I think that's why she likes playing it, because she, since she was little, she likes the engagement of, you know, sitting there getting attention and for, you know, an hour or so when we're playing. So, you know, and now she just likes playing games. So. <laughs> yeah, and now there's all these other games. Like I said, the, the D&D one is great to involve the story. Um, and you're a team. You're teaming up against yeah. an NPC, the game. You know, someone has to roll the dice for the villain, but you're still a team. So it's your kid isn't upset if you beat them. You know, they don't mock you relentlessly for two weeks yeah. because you lost at Uno. Well, you had three draw four <laughs> cards. So, of course, you beat me. So, you know, like that, um, you play together. It's a co-op. Yeah. It's a true, true co-op game as that D&D adventure begins where everything else is. You either have to be a villain and stop the other person, or unmatched, you have to beat them down physically. But yeah, D&D no, for, is... for villainous, we make it a big oath. I put the I put the music on and I set the lights, uh, you know, villain colors and stuff in the living room, and I put the villain soundtracks on. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that'll thing. add a lot to it. So yeah, yeah, for a true co-op game, I think that D and D Adventure Begins is good because mm. then you truly are a team. Yeah. Throw your child with Captain Hook. It's like, no, that wasn't very nice. It's like, uh, it's Captain <laughs> Hook for you. Darn it. Why'd you throw Peter Pan on my board? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, this is good. Like, we went over a lot of a lot of games. It's, it's uh, probably going to buy more sets when the Star Wars one comes out. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, if anybody listening has any recommendations on these games or any others, I'm sure they yeah, can reach us fun. on some sort of social media platform. Yeah, we actually do have a, I like that too, Facebook group. It's uh, been up for a few years. I actually want to say for like five years now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just look for us on uh, Facebook. It's uh, I like that too, Facebook group. We're trying to get it more active again now that we have this podcast up. So um, if you guys want to interact with us on Twitter, you can just use our main page for Positive Star Wars. So it's going to be at PSW Senate. I'm on there all the time, probably too much. And then we also have our Instagram. It's PSW Senate podcast and we're also on tiktok but i'm gonna try to post more videos on there it's maybe we can i can do some videos of some of the board game stuff and show them off uh maybe my monopoly set and stuff like that so that's at psw senate podcast and i think that's pretty much all our socials we do have a discord no we have a discord facebook (laughs) yeah yeah we have a facebook the positive stories facebook group too so just yeah at psw senate that's our facebook page which ryan runs um and then Steven runs the uh, Facebook group for the Positive Star Wars Senate. But yeah, if you go on our Twitter, we actually just started a Discord. So we're trying to get people to join that. And we do have a uh, portion for it like that, too, that we just put up. So 
Yeah, it'd be good to interact, get some ideas. If you guys have any ideas for any future shows, for uh, I like that too, because me and Ryan are trying to figure out what we're going to do the next one about since we like doing the Batman one. So, uh, yeah, and, it, and honestly, it is kind of difficult to find things just like to get a good discussion for other yeah. rather than, oh, I like that too. Well, I also like that. Well, there's really nothing to discuss then. So, <laughs> if, like, if it's movies and stuff where it's you have good ideas, bad ideas, board games, I think was a, a great idea by you where it's something that we were both crazily doing at the time and it's like yeah. why wouldn't we talk about this yeah yeah and i'm trying to get you into pokemon so <laughs> i i will definitely when the kid comes back from his vacation then uh i'm definitely going to try to look for one in the summer for our comic shop and try to be more involved with local comic shops well, see, if too, he so. has the code cards for the online then i can friend you on there and we can just play on there and we could probably like uh chat via skype or something and i'll just instruct you how what to do it that'd be like the easiest way for you to learn so yeah, we might need tips on how to build a deck, but I know yeah. it's him going to try to learn that stuff, and then hopefully he kind of gets behind it. Otherwise, he's just big into, you know, as I was into baseball and basketball and all that stuff. Oh, I have Pogs. tons of old baseball cards or basketball cards too. Yeah, I think I have a Reggie Miller rookie card somewhere. <laughs> but no, this is good. Yeah. So yeah, anybody has suggestions, let us know. Catch us online or in in the Facebook group or on Twitter. We're gonna be here, so we'll probably uh, hopefully we can do another one of these next month. We'll try to find another topic. Yeah, whatever kind of pops up, we're like, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So sounds good. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. Fun right. and family, family fun nights is good for everybody. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. We have one of these. All right. Good talking to you. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I like Neptune. I like Grandma, you win!